Hello, and this is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. Welcome all, welcome everyone to Podcasting for Christ. On tonight's episode, as promised on my promo, we're going to be looking at 12 legions of angels. 12 legions of angels. We're going to be in Matthew 26, 53. Uh, Matthew chapter 26, verse 53, and we're going to look at angels tonight. We're going to look at Christ. Happy Easter to everyone out there. Easter weekend here, Easter's tomorrow. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Go ahead and lift your hands up. Go ahead and praise God and thank Him for all that He's done because He died on the cross for your sins. He has shed every bit of His blood for you and me. And yes, he could have called angels, but he decided to do the Father's will and stay and die. Excuse me, stay on that cross, die on that cross for each and every one of us. Let's go to the Lord in prayer uh, while you get your Bibles out. Amen. Praise the Lord. Dear God, we love you and we thank you, Father, dear God, for all that you do. I thank you for your great mercy, Father, dear Lord. And I thank you especially for the blood of Jesus. I thank you for this Easter weekend and what we celebrate, Father. We celebrate an empty tomb. We celebrate an empty cross. But dear God, our hearts are not empty. It's full of the Holy Spirit. It's full of your word. It's full of your grace and mercy, Father, dear God. And I thank you for all of that that you've shown towards this whole world, dear God, by giving your Son and making a way for salvation, Father, dear Lord. We know that every time man touches something, he destroys it and fills it with sin, Father, dear God. But I thank you for your salvation plan. I thank you for including me in it. And I thank you, Father, dear God. Thank you so much, dear Lord, for saving my soul. Happy Easter to everyone out there listening. In Christ's name I pray, amen, amen. Twelve legions of angels. Matthew 26, 53 says, Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels. Twelve legions of angels. Now, most of us have heard the chorus that states he could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. I guess the song should go, he could have called 72,000 angels. Because a legion in the Roman army was about 6,000 men. And according to our scripture text, Christ himself states that he could call 12 legions, which is 72,000 angels. Now, is it... It just may be that 72,000 angels did not have the ring to it that the, uh, in the song, or it just may be that he did not know, or that 10,000 would have been enough for the task. You know, maybe he didn't know what 12 legions were. Maybe, you know, uh, the song was released uh, in 1996 by an American country music artist, Mindy uh, McCready and written by Billy Henderson and Stephen Dale Jones, and the song reached number six on the Billboard Hot Country Singles and Track Charge. Now, that was a later version. The original, the hymnal, and the original song was written by Ray Overholt, a performer who was not even a believer at the time he wrote it. (laughs) Crazy, right? In fact, his own song played a huge part in him coming to Christ. He wrote the song in 1958 while in the while in the nightclub circuit after leaving his show, Ray's Roundup. He is quoted as saying, I had left my television show, Ray's Roundup, and entered the nightclub scene. I was drinking pretty heavily. I began thinking there must be a better life than the nightclub. 
show business. It's whirlwind. And I was so intent on changing my life that I went home and told my wife that I was quitting all of the smoking, drinking, and cursing. Hey, I wanted to clean up my life. God was dealing with Ray, and he began to read in the Bible how Christ was in the garden praying and reading where he told Peter to put away his sword. Now, Ray did not know it at the time that 12 legions was 72,000. However, after reading the passage, Ray says he thought he could have called 10,000 angels would be a great title for the song. So, you know, whether he knew if it was 72,000 or not, maybe it just didn't have the ring. But, you know, as we as it says here, he was quoted as saying that, hey, 10,000 angels would be a good title for the song. So the song would be nominated for three Dove Awards and Ray became a traveling singer and preacher and wrote over 200 other songs. He performed for Christ all the way up until his death and had an impact on many lives. Now the song goes like this. The bound, uh, they bound the hands of Jesus in the garden where he prayed. They led him through the streets in shame. They spat upon the Savior so pure and free from sin. They said, crucify him. He's to blame. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. Upon his precious head, they placed a crown of thorns. They laughed and said, behold the king. They struck him and they cursed him and mocked his holy name. All alone, he suffered everything. When they nailed him to the cross, his mother stood nearby. He said, woman, behold thy son. He cried, I thirst for water, but they gave him none to drink. Then the sinful work of man was done. To the howling mob he yielded. He did not for mercy cry. The cross of shame he took alone. And when he cried, it is finished, he gave himself to die. Salvation's wondrous plan was done. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. That's good. That's real good. Great song. He could have called 10,000 angels, and we know right now that it's actually 72,012 legions, right? Now, what, you know, what is an angel? Angel is a created being by God to serve, to praise, to worship, and adore God. Angels are messengers of God who do the work for God, the service for God in heaven and in earth. Psalms 103, 20 says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments hearkening to the voice of his word. Now, angels are mighty and strong, always doing God's will. A race of spiritual beings of a nature exalted far above man. However, by appointment, they succor and assist and support in times of hardship and distress and defend men on earth. Now, and I guess I said that right. I mean, it uh, they actually pronounce this, I said Sakur, but they actually pronounce this uh, uh, sucker, you know, and it means to assist in ports of, and to assist in, in support in times of hardship and distress, you know. Now, when the Bible speaks of angel of the Lord or angel of God, many times, many times in the Bible, it would be a manifestation of God himself. 
Genesis 22, 11 says, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. Exodus 3, 2, I love this one. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. Now angels, the nature of an angel, angels are termed spirits. Hebrews 1, 13 and 14, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? It is not to say that angels are incorporeal, which is to say not composed of matter or having no material existence. Because Luke 20, 36 says, Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Now, we will one day get a new body, a resurrected body, amen, something like an angel and similar to Christ's resurrection body. Philippians 3, 21, Who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Our bodies, excuse me, our bodies are weak, sinful, and subject to disease. However, one day, amen, one glorious day, God will change our bodies to resemble Christ's glorious resurrected body. Amen. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. One day I'm going to get a new body. Not happy with the one you got? Hey, you'll get a new one one day. Just be patient, right? Angels have a history of battle. The archangel Michael has been associated with fighting. Associated with fighting, he is usually depicted wearing armor and yielding a sword. Now, in 701 BC, Michael made one of his greatest moments on the battlefield when 185,000 Assyrians fell as Michael defended Jerusalem. Second Kings 19:35 says, and it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians and hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the, in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. The name Michael means who is like God, called one of these chief princesses. In Daniel 10, 13, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. He is also called the Great Prince, Daniel 12, 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the Great Prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. Amen. That's the Lamb's Book of Life, in case you're wondering. Now, verse 2 tells us, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Now, Michael is always depicted as fighting and standing against evil spirits and principalities. Michael is also seen carrying the scales of justice, as well as armor and the sword, representing his strength. His courage, his truth, and integrity. Michael may, uh, Michael may be best known for throwing another angel out of heaven. Can you guess who that is? 
Yeah, Lucifer and his followers. Amen. Isaiah 14, 12 and 13. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. And verse 14. Verse 14 goes on to say, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will be like the Most High. Lucifer, one of God's angels, wanted power, greatness, and to be above God and to be worshiped. Now, Jesus said in Luke 10 18, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Amen. Hey, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's stop here. Let's take a quick break. And we'll be right back. God bless you. Hello and welcome back. Uh, we left off. We're talking about Michael and how he just threw carried through. Uh, Lucifer out of heaven here, and I was talking about Jesus in Luke 10, 18, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Now, Revelations 12, 7 to 9 goes, tells a story here, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought, and his angels, but notice here it says, and prevailed not, neither was their place for found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. What a huge mistake on the part of Lucifer to think that he could be above God. How crazy. Ludicrous, right? The power, the might, the strength and greatness of God is shown through Michael and his entourage of angels here. Now, no doubt Michael is strong and mighty. However, he is in total dependence upon God and in total submission to him as well. All power belongs to God. Amen. Michael only has four words in the whole Bible. The Lord rebuked thee in Jude 9. With all the evil still in the world today, Michael and his angels are still doing battle every day and will continue to do so until the end. We all know Gabriel, God's messenger, who appears many times in Scripture to give vital information to those in need of, in need of guidance, direction, or just encouragement. He explains Daniel's visions or vision. He comforts Mary and gives her and Joseph insight and direction. Now, Gabriel means strong man of God, and Gabriel is the angel of communication. Luke 1.19, And the angel answered, said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God, and I am sent to speak unto thee and to shew thee these glad tidings. Gabriel gave hope to Zechariah and Elizabeth, who was barren. Gabriel and Luke gives us the annunciation that Mary would have a son who would save the world from sin. He announces the coming of John the Baptist and the coming of Christ. Gabriel is a divine messenger of God himself. He delivered profound messages of hope, love, grace, and wisdom to God's people. He is generally depicted as having a long golden hair and flowing white robe and usually blowing a symbolic copper trumpet. 
Now, I give you these descriptions, but no one knows. Now, Gabriel always delivers what God wants delivered right from the mind of God. So we see there are many angels doing the work of God and Michael and his band of angels, Gabriel and the messenger of God, Lucifer and his band of fallen angels, and maybe, and, and just maybe, there's one more angel. Can you guess what that is? <laughs> you know, I know that many of you have, have heard of a guardian angel before. And there just may be some debate on this subject because the Bible does not specifically state that there are guardian angels. However, we might just find clues and hints to this. A guardian angel is an angel assigned to protect, guide, and, and guide a certain person. A guardian angel will protect and guide whomever God assigns to them. Now, Elisha's servant needed to know that God has many angels that will fight for him might find some you know some insight on this in second kings chapter 6 verses 15 16 and 17 it says and when the servant of the man of god was risen early and gone forth behold an host in, in a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots and his servant said unto him alas my master how shall we do his servant was in fear. His servant was scared. His servant seen all the horses and chariots. His servant seen that they were greatly outnumbered. But Elisha answered here, and it says, And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. He was worried about all the horses and chariots and, uh, that were against Elisha and him, but God opened his eyes when he answered Elisha's prayer, and he seen that his mountain was full, that, he, that Elisha had all the backing he needed. Amen? Now, you may say that that was Elisha and that he had the whole host of angels. Yes, that's true. However... Do we not see that in time of need, God will help his children? And it just may be that we too can have a host of angels around us when needed. God has never failed to help those who put their faith and trust in him. God is not a respecter of persons. He helped Elisha and he will help us today as well. Amen. Now I'm going to give you, you know, angels are alive today. Angels are doing the work today. There's Michael and Gabriel are out there still doing God's work. And there's many angels and there's been news stories about angels. Now I probably don't have time to, to go into every one of them in detail. But let me just give you a few, a few. He says, you may remember the story in the news a while back of a mysterious voice that led two offers through the officers through the woods on a dark night to find and rescue a baby girl. The infant and her mom were involved in a terrible car accident and the first responders followed a voice they both heard. The voice led them straight to the scene of the crash where they found both the mom and the baby girl. But the rescuers quickly and tragically realized that the mother couldn't have possibly have been calling out to them the baby's miraculous discovery completely convinced the two men that they heard the voice of an angel. And the knowledge saved one's 
officer's eternal soul. If you haven't read this account of the angelic voices as told by the officers, you know, you can read that story and be amazed. You know, uh, and I'll tell you, I'll give you some details of where I got all this and everything here in just a moment here. But we have uh, several incidents here. I'm going to read them all, read a few of them here in, in about different times when angels were seen by people and, and, and things. It says two angels visited the dying man and his testimony is amazing. A family says angels protected the four-year-old during a mountain lion attack. An eight-year-old angel sacrifices uh, sacrifices his own life to save his own family. What happened to the man during a fishing trip saved his life. God sent him an angel. Angels gave the little boy strength. He saved dad from being crushed by a car. Biker knows guardian angels, right? He, uh, divine intervention saved him in a crash. A man nearly impaled until angels saved him from pipe that flew through windshield. A woman's footage from storm reveals mysterious figure walking in the clouds. A terrible car crash could have claimed their lives, but God sent an heroic rescue from angels. Now, this girl was running for her life when God sent her an angel. God sends a little girl, little girl at death's door, an angel, and a miracle. Divine intervention sent choking man in Chick-fil-A to special to a special angel. God sends woman a fiery angel to save her from terrible life. If you think angels don't exist, think again. You will melt when you hear what this grandmother said. Now, like I said, I don't have time to go into these, and I'm, I'm going to tell you where, to, where you can find all these. And a woman credits guardian angel for her safety after huge tree crashes, crashes her car. This man had lost all hope till God sends an unlikely angel. What this man has seen in a nightmare then encounters dream, then encounters dream angel. This homeless man was about to sleep in a Walmart parking lot again until God sends two angels to his car. God sends an angel after husband crashes while a rushing pregnant wife to hospital. She was about to take her own life, but God sent these two angels to stop her. God sent a mysterious angel to pray with a victim of a terrible crash, car crash. This angel dog had one of the last message for his owner, and it gives me chills. Amen. I'd like to read that one, huh? An unlikely angel reunites a grieving mom with her lost locket. The angel at the end of the rainbow was a sign from God. Note from a stranger reveals that cat's secret life as a fur angel. Okay, now some of these may be crazy. <laughs> An answered prayer and special angel saves mom and baby. Angels at a gas station help a struggling man and his family. Intruders threaten young woman with a machete until a special angel appears. Amen. I got this from uh, on the web. Uh, my resource was uh, 
of uh, God Updates. It's 29 inspirational stories about angels on earth. Like I said, I encourage you. I don't have time to, to really go into all details on every one of them and everything. And I know some of them may, there may have been a couple there that may have been kind of strange. I probably would like to go in there and read some of them myself. But those are just some. Now, many of us, now those, many of us know someone or have seen things that with our own eyes that cannot be explained except divine intervention. I know that. Now, a gun not going off. I mean, I, we've heard stories of that or some kind of power stopping a car from going out into traffic or a storm that destroyed everything except the one room that the family was in you know so yes i do believe we all have angels watching over us whether it is a guardian angel or as we see here guardian angels maybe we have more than one now the bible does teach us that angels are among us right and there are angels, and they're doing the work of God, whether it's our personal guardian angel or where God just sends an angel uh, to us in time of need, whoever, whomever that may be. And maybe there is just one special angel assigned to me to help me in any time of need. But one thing's for sure that angels are among us. Hebrews 13, 2 says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. That means some of us have met people and talked to them didn't really know it but they were angels and I've said before we do not realize that spiritual warfare is happening every day and battles are going on all around us and in the battle in the garden when Christ was taken Peter wanted defend, to defend God and I commend him for that uh, for this however his statement to Peter was one of great importance for Peter and us to simply understand and this, my friend, is tonight's bottom line. God wants us to defend the gospel truth, to stand up for what is right, to defend and help the poor, the orphans, and the homeless. However, as Christ told Peter, put up again thy sword into his place. For all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. It was God's will for Christ to go to the cross and die for the sins of mankind. Now Christ gave Peter an example of what he could do if he needed help. If Christ, look, Christ didn't need Peter to fight for him. He doesn't need me and you to fight for him. He just needs me and you to believe in him, have faith in him, witness for him, and walk with him. We need to defend the gospel truths, all we need to do, right? God doesn't need our help. He didn't need Peter's help. And he's simply telling Peter that, hey, if needed, I could call 12 legions of angels. However, Christ was going to do the Father's will and die on the cross. He could have called the angels. They could have saved him. They could have, could have did that. But Christ was willing and obedient. And he wanted to do the Father's will. And he did it because he loves God. He did it because he loves us. And he wanted to make a way of salvation for us. So he died on that cross. He went to that terrible cross for you and for me. Christ could have called 12 legions of angels was to show Peter the might, the power, and the availability of great army of angels. However, it would only take one angel to defend Christ in reality. And it only took one angel of the Lord to die for man. 
And that was the angel, the Lord himself, Christ Jesus. You know, he could have called 12 legions of angels, but then there would be no salvation. There would be no empty cross. There would be no empty tomb today. And we would, we, we would simply be without hope, as the Apostle Paul puts it. I'd like to wish each and every one of you a happy Easter. I want you to know he is risen. And glory, hallelujah, he is alive today. Amen, amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, hey, tonight would be a great night. Uh, Easter weekend, a great weekend to call on him. Accept him as your personal Savior. Take that Roman road, Romans chapter 10. Read it and follow it. You know, basically, when it comes down to it, all you've got to do is believe. Believe in that death, that burial, and that resurrection of Christ. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. I'm going to close with some prayer. Dear God, I love you and I thank you. And I want to wish everyone a happy Easter. Hope everyone has a safe and, 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 and wonderful Easter. Hope they uplift and glorify you. Father, I hope every church that we have is filled to capacity tomorrow, Father, dear Lord, with people repenting. Help us, dear God, as a nation. Help us in this world that we live in, Father, with all the evil and the wickedness that we see around us, dear God. Help us to stand strong and stand firm, to know that you're alive today, and that cross, amen, is empty. That tomb is empty. But when we have you, our hearts are full. Thank you, Christ, for all that you've done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, this is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. Happy Easter to everyone, and thank you so much for listening to Podcasting for Christ. Hey, I pray please share this episode with loved ones and friends and definitely lost people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. God bless.